0: Do you currently rely on one single source of income? What if you suddenly lost your job? In these very uncertain times, we hear regularly about large companies downsizing and laying off hundreds or even thousands of employees. How stressful would your life become if you were suddenly unemployed tomorrow? How long could you afford to live your current lifestyle? Would you have to vacate or sell your home? Does the thought of losing your sole source of income strike fear deep within you? What if you could have a backup, or better yet, multiple backup sources or streams of income? How much better would you sleep knowing you had multiple income streams? Welcome to the Multiple Streams of Income podcast. Listen and explore the very real possibility of creating multiple streams of income of your very own. Now, here's your host, David Doggett. All right. Thanks for joining me again for another episode of the Multiple Streams of Income podcast. And this is episode seven. This is a continuation of episode six, which is where I started explaining my own personal journey towards multiple streams of income. And uh, again, I apologize if it's taken a little longer than I anticipated to get there. But hopefully you're finding it interesting because these are real life experiences that I've gone through and... I don't it, whether you can relate to them personally or not, now in the past or maybe down the road, these will help you, um, you know, maybe make some good decisions along the way, learn from my mistakes. And uh, anyway, so where I left off in episode six was at the point where uh, my wife and I had gotten our feet back under us a bit. I had taken a, actually, I think it was a full-time job. I had taken a, a day job with a car dealership I just wasn't able to put 110% into it because my my heart was still in uh, getting my own business off the ground, which was web-based production, various different things. I had also mentioned that um, in addition to producing web presentations, like video presentations, um, I had also started an online community, which was sport fishing uh, online community, which then grew into four different online communities. Um, Now, where we're at, the business is starting to attract more clients. Uh, I'm starting to get more projects. I'm at the point now where I'm really uh, learning as I go with coming up with how to charge appropriately for my services. And I really didn't have anybody to consult on this because I was, at that point... Back in uh, 2001, 2002, I was basically at the cusp of that whole industry, Uh, web developers coming online, building, uh, you know, a lot of them coming around, building for clients and trying to to compete in that workspace. So um, I remember I came up with a rate that I thought, you know, would be competitive at the time. And it was okay, but I got to the point where I was burning myself out and, you know, it was just barely enough to make me feel like my time was justified. So I do recall around the time where I uh, was no longer working for the car dealership and no longer getting a steady paycheck, um, feeling like, you know, I need to up my rates a bit, and we'll see how that goes. So I did increase some... Uh A bit, I think it was about one and a half times what I was charging, and what I found was, just like a lot of other people that I've heard explain this, I found that you know it didn't phase my good clients at all. There were some new clients who uh maybe didn't have that working history with me who they might have uh thought twice about spending that much money on my services, but uh some of them shied away. And some didn't. Some were, well, you know, I even remember hearing some clients or some prospective clients saying, oh man, you should be charging a whole lot more than that. And at that point, I'm like, oh, well, I just told you what my rate was, so I can't charge you any more than what I just said. But over time, it built that confidence. And I realized that, you know, I was worth more than I was charging. Uh, It would not phase the good clients uh, that I needed to focus on because Ultimately, if you can have a handful of good clients content with paying you, you know, well for your time and your services, you don't need a whole bunch of not so good clients who want to beat you down on every single thing you do because you're going to get burned out and you're not going to, in the end, you're not going to make as much money. So you're far better off figuring out what that cap is on your your services and going with that focusing on improving your quality of work and you know keeping even a, a handful of good clients that are willing to pay you for that than burning yourself out not making enough on what you do so so i remember that learning curve and uh and that was a tough one to deal with but in time what it resulted in was it resulted in myself feeling like i was being better paid for my time, even freed up a little of my time because, you know, I could get away from the computer a bit more because I was making more money on less work. Um, But then as I acquired more and more clients, I realized that I could only get to a certain point where, you know, even when charging what I thought was good rates, I was being burned out. I was just working and working and working. And had less and less time for my wife and uh and at that point we were just getting started with our family we had a, a new a newborn son on the way we ended up moving to a, a different location renting a house instead of an apartment um and um so at that point i realized you know the only way this is going to work and i'm going to be able to get ahead and make more money is to scale this and how do I scale it uh well the, there was only one solution for that and that was outsourcing so what I did was I searched online and as luck would have it I found somebody who I thought was a good fit for the style and was able to learn my style of production and I trained him and uh over a series of projects brought him on as a team member So I was able to better leverage my time. And there's a key word, leverage your time wisely. Um, You'll hear this from a lot of other online entrepreneurs. But if you can figure out how to leverage your time, you will end up in the long run making more money and having more time to spend with your family and do other things. So I realized that that was the direction I had to go in. Things were going well. I was keeping myself busy with work. It's keeping my, my new team member busy with work. I'm gonna call him a virtual assistant. That's the terminology nowadays that people like to use. So it was my first virtual assistant. So we're keeping the projects flowing. Um, I have a newborn son. I still have these online communities uh, that I want that I mentioned early on. These are still growing. But at this point, I'm not quite to the point where I'm making income. Now, where I am at is a point where I know that these online communities that I've got rolling on the sidelines should be able to generate some kind of income. But myself, I'm not a salesman. Even though I had that job in retail sales, I don't have the confidence in doing retail sales, especially with websites, that I'm not even sure what the value of the ads or advertisements or advertising possibilities I can set up on these sites are worth. So I had a lot to learn. So what I did was I remember seeing something about Google AdSense. And I it captivated me. I, this is going to be, a this is a key pivotal moment in my quest for entrepreneurial uh, multiple streams of income. So I can still remember, I think it was in October of 2003. And what happened was I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to apply for this Google AdSense program. And if I get approved, I'm going to stick some of these Google ads on my community websites that are presently not making me any income and see what happens. And I I can remember it like it's yesterday. I remember being approved. I copied some code, set up an ad and put it on the website. By the time that day was over, I had made almost $2 in Google AdSense revenue. And, you know, you're probably sitting there shaking your head. Zippity-doo-dah, $2. But the fact that I made $2 from a website that I did nothing to that day other than make sure, you know, the discussions taking place on it were, were sensible and not getting out of hand. But I literally didn't do any work, quote-unquote work, that day to earn that $2 was just mind blowing to me. I remember from that point on, and even to this day, I will log in and check my AdSense income multiple times each day. That's probably not a great use of time, but there's a fascination with that form of passive income. And that is definitely a form of passive income. When you can see money that you're making coming in And you're not physically doing anything to earn that. Like, I I didn't have to sit and and create a website to earn that money. I didn't have to animate a video to make that money. All I did was slap the code on an existing website and watch the sense add on and roll in. And I was just captivated by it. So what did I do? Of course, I added more of those Google ads to the site, but I was careful about where I put them. There's, there, you have, to, If you're going to do this, you need to be sensible about where you put your ads, how many you put on. In fact, there's strict regulations from Google on how many of each certain type of ad you can have on your website. So this may or may not be a good fit for what you have happening. In addition to the online community sites that I had, I'm going to step back to something I, I forgot to mention earlier, but my high school friend and I had created a couple other websites. They were online business directories. We had high hopes for these sites. Essentially, we had a couple large business parks or industrial parks in the city that we lived in. And we thought, hey, wouldn't it be a great idea to create a directory for these business parks? And hey, maybe we could make 20 bucks a month off every business in the park. Well, at the time, that might've been a great idea, but it, it didn't work. Um, so these sites essentially sat there and they, they acquired traffic, but nothing was happening. Uh, there was no income being generated the the directories were not being updated regularly. So these sites basically froze in time. And I got thinking, um, at this point in time where I'm dabbling with Google AdSense on the uh online community sites, why not put them on these directory sites? So what happened was my uh my ex-partner, we were we're still very good friends, um he had moved on to other things more of a sales type position. Um, I approached him and I said, look, what are we doing with these sites? And he said, you know, I don't really want to do anything with them. We agreed on a price. I basically bought him out. Uh, I bought those sites from him and I slapped up Google ads on them. And again, I ended up seeing some revenue being generated from the website traffic. And I can recall slowly but surely getting Google AdSense income up into the hundreds of dollars every month. And it didn't happen overnight. I had to experiment with things. But I can remember within a period of a few years, I had my first extra stream of income, which was passive, coming in on a monthly basis. I could count on a check from Google every month in the mail. And it was just super exciting. I, I, you know, there were months where it was maybe only two or $300, but I can remember how exciting it was to get that money and put it in the bank and just think, man, I can't believe I'm getting paid for time that I don't have to spend on these sites. And, well, when it came to the online community sites, <clears throat> it, was, it was required because at that point in time, I had a number of years into those sites I had money that I spent initially on outsourcing to have them built um, that I was trying to recoup. I didn't have the confidence in sales, so I needed some income. And AdSense was the solution because it helped justify any time I had to spend moderating or uh, making modifications. And then down the road, um, I had massive headaches of hackers hacking into the sites and uh, had to change platforms, but there was a great expense with keeping those online communities going. So the Adsense income generated from them was perfect at the time because it gave me that that little bit of, okay, well, at least I'm making something from these sites uh, until I figure out how to scale it and how to how to take it to the next level. so so there I am. Uh, We're in the mid-2000s. I've got my web business going okay. I've got a team member helping me with the productions day to day. Um, I've got these online communities going okay, generating some income, not much, but some. And I've got these dead um, online directories coming to life a little bit because they're generating a little bit of AdSense income. So that's what I've got on. So at that point in time, I have essentially two streams of income. I've got the web business where I create things and get hired to create web development productions for clients and get paid on those, those efforts. And then I've got the passive side of it where there's some AdSense uh, income coming in. So life is okay at the time. Um, but again, I, I start getting to the point where my web business, I want to build it up even further. Um, I'm getting busier. I've got ideas for things that I think could work uh, and maybe a way to um, turn my video end of the business into a more passive uh, type business. Um, I will. I'm not going to mention any specific names of websites because some of them aren't around anymore. But um, I came. We came up with an idea uh, to create a way where basically generic videos could be created, and people could could either subscribe to that service um, to get a generic type of a video presentation, or they could hire me to create a custom video presentation. So. That is still a plan I have in place, and I have created under the, uh, the domain name salesvideos.com. And that's an ongoing project. Uh, it's not exactly passive. It's just something there as an option or an alternative option to people who may uh, have an extremely small budget, but they want a nice video uh, for their business opportunity. Anyway, that's going to be uh grown upon in the coming months and years, but uh so again, another idea I had, I keep coming up with these ideas for additional income streams. And throughout this process, I'm working primarily for clients in the home business, MLM network marketing industry. So of course, I'm bombarded with all of these incredible opportunities That people think are the best opportunity. So, from time to time, I would have a client come to me and say, You know, I need this video done, but, uh, you know, why don't you build me this video and I'll put you in the program and, you know, you'll make all kinds of money. Uh, I'll put you in, I'll set you up under me. And, you know, as the business grows, you'll make all kinds of money. So, in theory, that sounds great. And, Uh, initially, I was very skeptical. Um, Reason being, I'm working in an industry where I'm creating presentations counting on new opportunities happening. So in a sense, I understand that the majority of these business opportunities probably won't work uh, or won't work long term. A lot of them work short term, which is fine for people who understand that but they probably won't work long term. So, you know, I have to be very selective in what I'm willing to risk. So, I remember a couple instances where um I thought, you know, well, this does sound like a good opportunity. So, I will do a video for this client on the basis that, you know, I'm going to be put into this program and make money from it. Well, part of the problem with that was I was not a network marketer at the time, Uh, and what I mean by that is I still wanted to focus on my web business. I didn't have the time to be cold calling people or talking to all kinds of people and trying to get them signed up in a particular business or opportunity. So I will say, though, that though I took part in a couple opportunities like that that failed miserably, I have been able to select a few that did work out moderately well. And um, it's it's an idea that I, I really don't do much of these days. I tend to focus on what I do best and how to leverage that. Um, but there are a few things that I'll be telling you about coming up that have captivated my interest. And they might be short term, they might be long term, but I want to tell you about them as episodes come in so that you can use your own judgment and decide if it's something that you want to add to your uh, arsenal of income possibilities. So so that's essentially where I'm at. That mid-2000s till now, I continue to expand my web video production business. Uh, That's Cybernetic Media. And also a subset of that is salesvideos.com. I built up the online communities through some very rocky times and uh I did have some good mentors and good people to help me get through those times. Um but I got to the point where it was um a viable part of the business, uh pulling its its weight in income and uh, have since sold some of those online communities and created some new ones. Um so That's me. Um, Multiple streams of income, for sure, are the way that I want to be. I think if I got down to one stream of income, I would have a very hard time sleeping at night. Uh, I really need that feeling of a backup plan, like plan B, not just plan B, but plan C, D, and E, if I need those. And we're in a time now, a very unique time, when Anybody can start a business. Um, You don't need to quit your job, if you have a full-time job, to start a business. You can start a, a website idea that you have. You can start a blog. And if your blog becomes popular and you do it properly, you can set up advertisements on that blog. You can become an affiliate marketer through that blog. And, you know, basically what I tell people is, you know, if you're just getting started and looking for an idea... Think of your interests, your passion. Uh, If it's not what you're working at currently, see if there's something you can do. And don't become intimidated by the fact that there's probably hundreds or thousands of other people out there already doing what you want to do. Give it a try. You may have a unique angle on this. Uh, You may have something completely um, special that you can bring to that industry. So, um, I've, and and one of the other things that I do, yet another stream of income, is I coach and mentor people through that process. Um, I've helped quite a few people get online businesses off the ground. Some of them had an offline business that they just wanted a website set up for. And it's very important these days to personally brand yourself. Um, that's something that you want to do even if you're just thinking of getting started, think of how to personally brand yourself. You could have a website that is your own name. Um, You could come up with a logo, but brand yourself because at the end of the day, if you come up with a new business idea um, down the road, you could work it into your own personal brand. Uh, Your personal brand is a starting point, a launching pad. So a number of years ago, I actually wrote an ebook book um, called uh, Eight Essential Steps to Internet Success, and it basically walks you through, start to finish, how to get online, get a business going online. Um, so if you're interested in that, um, there should be a link on my website for that in the show notes of this episode, which is com slash 007. Um And uh, yeah, so that pretty well brings us up to speed. Um, So where I'm at now is I have gathered all kinds of very, very powerful connections in the online marketing world, which is a lot of the people that I bring on to episodes because they all have unique things to share. And I think we can all grow from learning constantly from each other. So that is what spawned the idea for this podcast. Uh, and I'm glad you're tuning in. I hope you'll tune in to the next episode and all the episodes after that. Thanks again for joining me today. Again, this is David Doggett for the Multiple Streams of Income podcast. Check the show notes at MSIP, uh, sorry msipodcast.com slash 007. See you on the next one. Thanks. Bye-bye.